The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome again to another episode of Mexi My Matters. I'm your host with the most, Mexi Pants, coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio once again. We have an excellent show for you this week, as we have officially entered the 30-day countdown to Mexi's birthday celebration and the beginning of fall 2021. So... Before we start, I wanted to give some announcements. Next week, on September 2nd, I believe, you will not be graced with the first podcast of the month of September, unfortunately. We are taking the week off for Labor Day. Mexi actually has a trip planned to go to the UP to run a marathon. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, We'll get into that in a little second. So, no episode next week. Hey, quit your crying. Don't complain. You know, up to this stage of the year, we have surpassed by almost 1,500 listens our total from last year, 2020, during the pandemic, which I thought would never happen. Because a lot of people were listening last year because you had nothing else to do. Everybody was on lockdown like a bunch of sissies. This year, we're not even in to September yet. And we have surpassed last year's total. On top of that, there's been less episodes this year because we've taken some time off. Yes, Mexi's been slacking. Some excellent time off has been taken. And we still have September, October, November, December. And there'll be time off. And, and weeks where we would be off and there'll be less podcasts. But hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this the most electrifying podcast out there. We set the bar. We are the bar. Anywho, so yes, no episode next week. Then I'm still debating whether or not to have an episode on the 9th. It is TGO Day, so we might have one. Um, but that is when we'll begin more formally the Mexi celebrations for his birthday because he will be going out of town the week leading up to his birthday. So that week will for sure not have an episode. So more than likely you'll see no episode next week, that episode, no episode the week after, that episode, and so forth. Especially since... We might have one on TGO Day, but the week after that would be Mexican Independence Day. Definitely not going to be having an episode. We'll be taking the time off. And also, Mexi will be in South Dakota running marathons. But anyway, September is going to be a busy month. Mexi's got a lot of marathons to run. Which brings me to our opening topic. Update on Mexi's health status and the wife's health status. So, August, we had... Appointments. So let me start with the wife. So her GI appointment, finally, getting the second opinion. We did that. Uh, 
the GI doctor did sort of support what Dr. Kenodi was saying, but also formally concluded that there's no formal test for leaky gut and permeability of the intestine. So it's really hard to say that that's what's causing all these other issues. There is a chance that it may not be all intestine related. Now, obviously, if you're eating healthier, it's going to make it better for you. So that she did confirm. But she ran some tests to make sure she didn't flat out have a gluten allergy, which my wife does not. But also, she said, all right, the buzzing in your head that you're describing could be a form of migraine. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This whole time, this could be something that is not necessarily food-related. And then we mentioned that my wife's cousin, who's a nurse, said that the heart thing could be, you know, something minute and not related to. So we asked for a referral to an EP doctor, cardiologist basically, and we were given that. We also got referred to a neurologist for consultation that's going to take place in November to see about the migraine and buzzing in the head. So, as I knew, this very well could be all in her head and not necessarily all food-related. Because here's the thing. If you as a kid know you had a lactose intolerance, why would you eat dairy? I would have tried to figure this out by now. And you know pretty quickly whether you have a gluten allergy or not. Trust me. So... She doesn't really have a gluten allergy. All her test results came back normal. Her cholesterol a little bit high, but so what? The ratio was okay. So I'm just like, okay, maybe I knew it. This could be not necessarily a leaky gut. And the GI doctor also mentioned that yeast is always going to be in the intestine. So you can't flat out get rid of it permanently. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, I, we didn't know that. Okay, good to know. We also had my wife's first appointment with my PCP, Dr. Hospital. Also went great. Definitely more knowledgeable than her old quack of a PCP. Ran test. Physical came back normal. Um, did mention those cheetah spots that she got a while back because she had that allergic... Uh, well, not allergic, but she had some kind of weird uh, skin rash. And he was like, well, those are technically still there if you still have, like, the remains of the cheetah spots. So I'm going to give you some uh, prescribed medication to get rid of those. Boom, problem solved. It's called Tinor something. I don't even remember the exact name. But it's basically an overgrowth of yeast on the skin. And it happens on your trunk or your shoulders. And, and many people get it. And the wife is like, well, maybe it is uh, too much yeast in my intestines going through my, my skin. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Because it'd be all over the place. Not just your trunk and your shoulders. And a lot of people get it. He also clarified for me something that my wife kept saying she was coughing up crystals. And I'm like, yeah, um, let me see these crystals. And they kind of look like grains of salt. So Dr. Hospital immediately said, well, your tonsils, 
can somehow accumulate those. And I'm thinking, especially since she always likes to clean her ears and do that grut grut sound. So whatever she's eating is falling into the wrong tube. And then it's co- being coughed back up. And then it comes out as like little tiny food residues that look like grains of salt or grains of sand. And Mo was like, oh, is that what it is? I'm like, oh my God. One visit with my doctor and we already got two answers to what we didn't know going in and we couldn't figure out. Boom. Already a better PCP. Told him about the referrals and, you know, this could be that. It could be something else. Also mentioned that my brother said it could be S- it, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be SVT because it doesn't go up that high. Doctor Hospital said, "Well, it still could be. It doesn't have to be that high." So we'll see. I like how Doctor Hospital likes to question my brother's diagnoses. But anyways, we'll get into that a little bit more details because Mexi was there to provide support and to provide, you know. Details because the wife forgets half the shit. But also, this month we had a scare, a snafu ourselves because beginning of August, like around August 9th, Mexi was noticing that eh, my 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 left heel was giving me issues. Not entirely sure why. I'm like, uh, I did a lot of Peloton workouts in July, continued them in August, ran some marathons, did a half. Nultra, we're like, well, I don't know why, but it's coming and going. It's like a little sharp pain that comes and goes. And it happens sometimes when I get up and start walking. Sometimes I'll be walking at work, running. And I'm like, eh, it comes and goes. And the best thing I could do to describe it, if you've ever played sports and gotten a blister on your heel for not wearing high socks... Imagine having a blister there and somebody stabbing you periodically for like a few minutes right at the blister point. Only Mexi doesn't have a blister and it, you know, kind of comes and goes. I noticed that it doesn't always occur and it doesn't necessarily impede my running. Didn't impede my biking. It, it, actually, it never happened when I was on the Peloton bike. So I'm like, huh. So then that following weekend... I think it was August 15th. We went for a walk, and I felt a slight pop. My my initial concern was, oh, my God, my Achilles. But I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It feels a little bit better. What is going on here? So I called my brother, and he's like, well, you didn't tear your Achilles because you wouldn't be able to stand on your tippy toes, which I'm still able to do. So he's like, well, take some ibuprofen, and we'll reconvene in a week. So I said, you know what? Let me see what happens in my next actual full race, the Emerald City Half, and see if it actually impedes my running. Well, during the race, it wasn't really impeding necessarily my run, but it was there. It was coming and going. It started about mile three. I stretched. I biofreezed prior to the race. It still came and went. So I would slow down and walk to see if it would go away, and it would, and then it would come back. So I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. And I'd already done the ultra prior to the half. 
and I'm like, mm, yeah, it does kind of come and go. Like, and I started documenting more when it would happen and what kind of shoes I'm wearing and so forth. So when the wife went to doctor hospital, I went ahead and, you know, jumped in on the appointment, got two for one deal, scheduled myself an appointment. And, um, he checked the Achilles and the tendon and the heel. Everything's fine. He's like, well, just some slight tendonitis. And I'm like, well, my brother said, well, it's Achilles tendinopathy, insertional tendinopathy with possible bone spur, but we won't know until you get x-rays. So have him do x-rays. Dr. Hoswell's like, well, we don't need x-rays. Everything's fine. There's no redness. Everything's good to go. You're still able to run marathons. Yeah, no. It's just some slight tendonitis. And I'm like, well, how do I get rid of it? Was like, well, I mean, what shoes are you wearing? And I'm like, well, I run with Doc. As you know, I run in girl shoes, Asics. It's like, well, you may have to switch out your shoes. You could wear some heel pads, Dr. Scholl heel pads. I actually have some at home. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to order different shoes. Jesus Christ. So I ordered a new pair of Asics that are wide and specifically meant for heel support. And I'm like, all right. We'll run the marathon on Labor Day and see how that impacts it. And go from there. Say, well, if it doesn't help, we may have to do some PT. You got to stretch. You got to do some heel exercises. I'm like, all right, doc, fine. So I've been starting to ice it a little bit more. I have kicked back, stopped riding the Peloton bike as much to kind of see if that helps. But my brother was pissed that. Um, well, how do you not take x-rays? I'm like, well, he said it more than likely is not a bone spur. There's nothing inflamed or nothing necessarily, like, wrong with the area. Ugh, I always do x-rays. Right? I'm like, look, hey, if it doesn't work, I'll go back and demand x-rays. Just letting you know. But, yeah, a little bit of a scare. We'll see how that goes. Uh, especially, we got a marathon in Michigan coming up Labor Day weekend. And then I got, uh, actually, that Labor Day weekend, I got to kind of do three in a row because I got to go do the live one in Michigan. Then I got to do two more. Then I got one on the 12th. And then I got the two in uh, South Dakota, the one in Wyoming, and the half in South Dakota while doing two other two other races virtually and an ultra all within the same 10-day period. So it's going to be a rough set of miles in uh, in September. We'll see if the body can still handle it. Especially since I'm turning 38. <laughs> we do not want that. But yeah, anywho. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Anyways, before we continue to the main point of the podcast let's say a big shout out to our sponsors the green tender the green tender join now get your juice on $99 for a cleanse a three day cleanse use promo code Mexi save on your first cleanse the green tender proud sponsor the Mexi My Matters podcast American National too Join now, give my man Remo a call. He will hook you up. Bundle, save on your auto insurance. Home, auto, life, get an umbrella policy. Use promo code MEXI and save on your bundling. 
American National proud sponsor to Mixing My Madness podcast. As is Super Studio 253. Join now. Join Team Super. Have her coach you to be the best version of yourself. Use promo code MEXI and save on your first class. Super Studios 253. Proud sponsor of the Mexican My Matters podcast. Hand and Stone Massage. Also, Mexi's got one coming up this weekend. On the 29th. You can too. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first massage or your membership. Additional perks not included. Mexi's going to run in Polaris. You can go to New Albany, Polaris, Dublin, Hilliard, Black Lake, anywhere in the country. Promo code MEXI applies. Hand and Stone Massage. Proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, this week, I had to discuss this because I keep seeing these stupid videos and it is driving me bananas. Who in their right mind said, you know what? Let's do the crate challenge. If you haven't seen these videos, and they're all over social media, these jack wagons are stacking up crates. One crate, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Now, mind you, the crates are not interlocked. They're just stacked on top of each other. So, they're not connected from the first crate to the next set of two to the next set of three. So, I mean, it is not impossible to do. Mexi has excellent balance. I can guarantee you Mexi can go up and down these crates. Because I'm not a fucking moron and I have balance. But all these idiots are filming this on TikTok and on social media, and it's being dubbed the Hood Olympics. I have yet to see a white person, or actually a non-African American, attempt this nonsense. We know better. We're not idiots. Why on earth would you try to do this? Is beyond me. Do do people seriously have nothing else to do? This is why. I constantly say the younger generations are getting dumber by the year. Are you seriously going to tell me that during the day you have nothing better to do than to go steal these crates? Because there's, we all know there's no way all these people are buying however many supplies that come in crates. I don't even know what kind of thing would come in a crate like that. Um, do you work in a warehouse and you're stealing them from work? Do you, uh, I don't know, you have an, ab- an abundance of crates at home? Are you an apple picker? No. So, I guarantee you, every person I've seen do this, did not go out and buy all these crates. These were stolen. Number one. Number two, why on earth would you attempt this if you don't have good balance? It's a challenge. Like the Tide Pod thing. Who makes these decisions? Who decides, hey, let's do all these challenges. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> Ridiculous. Nothing better to do. Do people not have jobs? Um, I know the Delta variant's out there, but I'm pretty sure businesses are starting to go back in full force. Traffic has picked up in Columbus. I'm sure everywhere else as well. Um, yeah. Governments are cutting down on unemployment benefits. There's no fucking way you're all still pocketing all this money on unemployment just to do this kind of bullshit. And here's the worst part. It pisses, really pisses me the fuck off. 
Now, I'm not going to lie. I do get amused when these idiots fall like morons. Until I realized um, all these African Americans who are attempting this, the Hood Olympics, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure the Hood are all on fucking Medicaid or Medicare or some kind of government assistance that my taxpayer money goes towards for my state taxes. So, I decided to dedicate this message to all those idiots doing the Hood Olympics. If I see one of you either trying to sue the people who make these crates or going to the fucking ER and using your Medicaid because you're injured from a, as a result of falling from these crates, I will find you and I will throttle you. You should be banned from getting government assistance if you are this moronic and think you can actually pull this off. You should be stripped of your government assistance if you're even filming this and watching it and have nothing better to do. There is no reason why this should be wa- uh, th- this amount of time should be wasted. No reason why. And if you get injured, and I've seen some pretty bad falls on social media, you're going to suck it up. I don't care if your leg's broken. I don't care if you hit the concrete with your head. Good. Because you're a fucking moron. It's like you unvaccinated morons out there who are getting a Delta variant and then filling up the ICUs. Or if you die from coronavirus, oh, woe is fucking me. So you have been warned. I better not see anyone going to the fucking ER. You decide to do this. You decide to waste the time and stack up these crates. You decide to start walking them up. Here's the thing. It is not that high. It is not that tall. So if you see that it's wobbling and you're going to fall, jump off. Because if you really don't have... The ability to jump off seven crates and land on your feet. Then you shouldn't be trying this to begin with in the first place. This is just ridiculous. And if I find out that there is a non-African American who's actually attempted this. I will also find you and throttle you. If I know you and you're attempting this. You are an idiot. A big moron. Who should might as well just go get a gun and shoot yourself in the head. Stop wasting our taxpayer money and stop wasting our fucking time. Sacks of shit. I even had somebody who lives downtown here in Columbus, Ohio, who took a video. They were doing this at Goodell Park here in Columbus, Ohio. Bunch of African Americans. Where these crates come from? That one can argue, oh, it's a community thing. <laughs> the Hood Olympics. Everybody goes steal a crate and let's all get together and stack them up and see who can do it. That doesn't change the fact that everybody's wasting their fucking time. Really? You went and bought something that came in a crate. Lies. You went and stole the fucking crate, brought it with your other African American buddies. Oh, they stack them. Oh, you know who? We're so smart. And these people are all filming it on TikTok, on their smartphones. You guys should 
take your smartphones and just give them back to the community because you do not deserve to have a smartphone if you're wasting your time doing this bullshit. I want to hear, woe is me, now younger kids have pressure, all this anxiety and depression because of social media. Boo fucking who? You bring it upon yourself when you pull this kind of nonsense. If you think Snapchat filters are real, then you're an idiot. If somebody makes fun of you because your head is square, suck the fuck up. Because I guarantee you, you're probably one of the morons who wants to try all these challenges. Just like the Tide Pod Challenge. Ridiculous. You have been warned. On that note, that is all what we have for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. All the episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Listen to them. Let me know. Hit me up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Mexican get that done. But as always, I don't have to prove to you that the sky is blue to know that the sky is blue. Just saying. Until next time, people, see you in two weeks.